Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome back, DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL. And this season, new customers can bet $5 on any team and pocket $200 in free bets if your money line bet wins. Download the app, use code VSIN when you sign up. Got to be 21. Available to play in select states, DraftKings.com for full details. Here we go. Wednesdays with the maestro, the VP of uh, Circa Sports, also the D in Golden Gate in downtown Las Vegas. Mike Palm joins us in studio. Good morning, sir. How are you today? Good morning and welcome back, Mitch. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, Coventry, Rhode Island, our loyal Nesson family that's watching Durham, North Carolina, watching on Masson. Durham, North Carolina, of course, the setting of arguably the greatest 30 for 30 of all time. Fantastic lies. Kiwani, Illinois, Peekaboo Marquis, we see you. Bakers, Narrows, Manitoba, oh, Canada, Rogers Sportsnet. Windridge, Pennsylvania, we say good morning to AT&T in the Pittsburgh area. And Baker, California, home of the world's largest thermometer, Sunrise Over Spectrum. Good job. We cannot walk the streets in Baker. No, nope. can't do it. Population six. 
the uh, uh, Duke Lacrosse scandal. Yeah, yeah. Oh Fantastic my God! Lies. I was I walked that. The is, DA went to prison. The, Think yes, about that. Yes, absolutely. Oh my God! That's, that is some that's, watch. That's an unbelievable story. Yes, they did it a is. great job with that. That is yeah. some watch. Yeah, uh, that's in that's in the mix for sure. Along pony with the, excess. I pony like pony excess. Pony. Good. Amazing. And we, the you got a payroll to meet. Good. Yeah, oh, that's governor right. of Texas. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hey, you standing with the senator from SMU? Like, hey, oh, hey, oh, yeah, you are correct, sir. It's like Karnak, right? Unbelievable. Um, but that was the other thing too. This we got because we were talking. Were you a big Watergate guy? I have watched over 100 hours of Watergate stuff. Dude, really? Unbelievable. But well, it's left and right, they're putting out new shows. and Not really. I find fascinating a little bit the senators that were on that committee. They're all their backstories in that. That was good. The Sam Irvin, the guy from New Mexico, oh, another a, guy. Yes, yeah, right. there, there's some interesting characters yeah. on that committee. Yeah. Shay Wigan. Great tweet. I watched this show. Gaslit. Shay Wigan plays G. Gordon Liddy and does a phenomenal job. Sean Penn played John Mitchell, Julia Roberts, Martha Mitchell. Next year on HBO, White House Plumbers. Woody Harrelson's in it. Justin Thoreau plays G. Gordon Liddy. And Cersei Lannister, Leah Hetty, Hetty is uh, in it as well. That's I mean, the name of the show? White, White House Plumbers. Oh, interesting. So, okay. With the break-in and the cover-up and everything. I mean, that is, it's just like, what happened? What are you, he couldn't be beat. He was cruising. I mean, a lunatic Nixon. Awesome television. Okay. All right. Very good. Uh, Mike. Did the sportsbook here at Circa adjust any future numbers after the trade deadline was completed yesterday? I think when I looked before and after, Miami's the only one. It went from like 37 or 38 to 1 to 35 to 1. Not, not significant, right? It's, it's not, nothing blockbuster that would move it, you know, 10 points or something like that or something 10 to 1 to 8 to 1 or anything. So we'll see. I mean, they tried to, tried to combat Josh Allen maybe if they have to meet him again in the playoffs. So I don't, right. don't yeah. hate those moves. Yeah, that's what yeah. I said earlier. Yeah. <laughs> I think people are maybe a little bit confused by this when we said they still have to go through Kansas City on the road and then at Buffalo. Obviously, we're talking about the playoffs. We're not talking mm-hmm. about the regular season. Yeah. That, that means their playoff run as of right now, and hence books are not really adjusting that much on the Dolphins. Yeah, and obviously their moves, they believe they're going to be a wild card. I mean, they did beat Buffalo, and although Buffalo gained them 2-1 to one in that game. But how do you position yourself as a wild card and be able to navigate through the AFC? That's that's the spot, and that's what they're they're trying to do. They're they're in for it now. And plus, you have to consider this too. I mean, the passing game for the Dolphins at this point clearly is legit. Mm. When Tua is healthy and yep. he plays, they win football games, and it really works. I mean, Tyreek Hill has been, by the way, I think a good bet right now if you can find it. Hill seven to one offensive player of the year. He has almost a thousand yards receiving after eight games. All right, uh, on pace almost to get to uh, you know two thousand, become the first receiver ever, but. What if we're talking about January now? And if they go to KC and Buffalo, uh, there's potential wind, there's potential snow. It's, you know, maybe a little bit cold, obviously, in Buffalo. All right, that's fair. And if the passing game is not working, I mean, they're going to have to win with defense in the running game potentially. Like, that's probably not a good recipe for that team. Interesting this week when they have to go to Chicago if it's windy or that's why they're there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 We're very high on the Eagles. And for people who are. uh, Did you make the bet? 11 to 1? 17 and 0? You make that, make that bet and then bet the Cowboys will be the team that beat them. I like that's what, what I like. What do both yeah, ways? Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, sixteen to one. <laughs> but then you think maybe with the rollover, maybe you, but they're such big favorites in these games. Well, so the other thing that's... is they're always up two scores at half, though. That's true. You, you can get huge they're money line the other way. You know, at they're, halftime, they're perfect yeah. ATS in the first. They're half. They're so good in the first half of these games. Yep, yep, yep. Very true. <laughs> okay, so uh, this is circa the Twitter account sent out this tweet yesterday. 
explaining the hot start for the season leaders. At, we're, we're pretty much at the midway point right now uh, of the season. But look at this now. Tail party two. They're only hitting 32 and eight so far. That's all. That's uh, it. How depressing. That's what you have that's, to compete that's with. That's only 80%. <laughs> oh, God. It's only, around, I'm going to be rough here. Maybe around 80. yeah. 80%. That's yeah. all. In second place, uh, Merciless, 916-1, on the year. Then Gambling Rats, 29-9-2. And if you flip it and look at the uh, the entries going for the booby prize, look at uh, Jackson Bell, 831-1. And, and two teams are on his heel. Or at, and by the way, I think it's IE Analytics. Uh, analytics Weren't they going for the booby prize all year long? I think that was the one entry, 10-29-1 along with Ace Puppy 1. Is that private plane, Wayne? I think that is. Is it really? Isn't it private plane, Wayne? Uh, he wanted to go. Yeah, I, I think you might have something there, Mitch. I haven't fished him out. That, that guy's got a two-and-a-half game lead with the 831-1, right? Or two-game lead. Yeah, yeah. two-game lead. Um, <laughs> so I thought the interesting story was this guy, Sergios 2, that was 0-15 through the first three weeks. He had a disastrous week. Went 3-2. and two. Oh, no. <sighs> but he's still 3-17, and 17, and he's leading by a half game over four other entries. But this is, of course, the last week of the second quarter coming okay. up here. Imagine yeah. that. You start 0-15, <laughs> and, and now you're in a major sweat to win that for the quarter. Sure. Oh, what action. <laughs> but this... That was the thing I was searching for on, on Monday yeah. was what that guy did. Because sure. I, we, we've never had anyone go 15-0. and 0. So for someone to go 0-15, that's the record. Yeah. You know, um, for people I've talked to, who don't live here in Las Vegas, but they play in contests. They like the Survivor for the most part, and they're they're, they're basically telling me right now, boy, you really have to compete with all the pros in the pick'em contest, right? Well, my response is, uh, yeah, I'm. You know, some of the pros do well the year in and year out in these uh, you know five point spread picks every single week, but it's not just the pros you're competing. You're picking half of these entries. <laughs> are probably just people who got in and they're blazing hot at this point. Well, you know, we always do the thing, the awards ceremony at the end of the year on Wild Card Weekend, on that Friday before the Wild Card Weekend starts. And I'm thinking about last year, there was a cook, an Uber driver, a sixth grade teacher. I mean, that these were the people that were in the top 10 of the millions. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, plus there's a few pros. Oh, of course, yeah, they're going to be. But it's not in. like these guys aren't betters. I mean, they've obviously been betting football and that, but they they don't have any history of. Contest success. Right. You're going to have new people pop up every single year. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you're getting 4,000 entries in a contest like this, and uh, that's what you're up against here. I hate that you're in it on the parade, but that's going to go down, don't you think? This is depressing. Hey, how you doing in the contest? I'm 29-9-2. and two. <laughs> Oh, I'm in, you know, three-way tie for third. Well, You know I what mean, I'm saying? For somebody- the survivor's just going to go up, 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 and up. And then this, I mean, you see this, an incredible job. I mean, what you've done to take out the Westgate. But again, this is just how do you come? Thirty-two and eight, and then okay, I'm going to lose on purpose. Okay, well, eight thirty-one and one. I well, mean, but but here's the key, I but, think, to the contest though. Yeah, it's going to be the adjustments made to the quarterlies. Yeah, yeah, and that's going to be very yeah. enticing to people who look at this and say, "Well, I can't go thirty-two and eight, no, no. but you know what? But I might go seventeen and three. Bingo, sure. <laughs> bingo. That's exactly right. right. Yeah. And a good job paying top one hundred too, though. Yeah, th- well, that was but that's a legitimate criticism that yes. you know, with four thousand people, you only went fifty deep. Yeah, you know, I, I get it. Uh-huh. You you want to you you have a run and you hit sixty three percent you don't get nothing back I mean that's the best yeah I know that's things where you at with Survivor and we only lost two people two, but the same Atlanta. guy oh I know same guy lost both his entries yeah the the the, the uh, Colts one is terrible though 
What's Frank Reich? He had six inches to go to win the game, and he punts? Yeah. And then they go 90 yards? Yeah, 90 yards. That's got to yeah. be sick. I mean, Jacksonville. And then the completion to McLaurin anyway. Yeah, Come on. I, it, it, it's tough. So now we march on 123. This is kind of an interesting week. People don't want to use the Bills, obviously, right? right? You're saving them for Thanksgiving. Boy, if they would lose in Detroit on Thanksgiving, it might be over. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, everybody yeah. that's got them, I'm sure, uh-huh. is going to use them. Sort of an interesting week where you go here. Do you go, you know, do you go Patriots? You test the Vikings on the road. I don't know if you want to use a road team. You take Cincinnati. They're the biggest favorite other than the Bills. But, but you know, mm-hmm. they, they look so bad not adjusting right. off Chase being out trying to run the same offense. Right. It was horrific Monday yeah, it was. night. Yep. That was awful. To... And Burrow's running for his life yeah. again. Kind of resorted back to the early season Bengals that we saw. Well, that line is still the line it was last year, right? They didn't really get any better on the offensive line. They were supposed to. That's a major disappointment for <laughs> yeah. that team, you know? Mm-hmm. We'll have to look at the matrix. How many people have the Chiefs left and how many have the Eagles left? I mean, most people use the Eagles. Chiefs, was... Chiefs against tight right. against the Titans this week, and and just run the ball, Willis. <laughs> yeah, or you use them next week against Jackson. I mean, don't you have to really like, if you still have the Chiefs, you're probably waiting here because of the matchup and because it's Andy Reid off the bye. Yeah, it's 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 no Tannehill is the thing, right? Isn't that the? I mean, they're just going to run the football. Yeah, I mean, come they on. didn't even disguise it at all. I know. Fifty I know. yards, fifty I know. yards pass. That was it. They didn't <laughs> even try at all. Yeah. And then you look ahead to next week. We were kicking this round earlier uh-huh. uh, in the show. Would you go, would you pot this late in the season? Would you go Giants at home to the Texans? Boy, Texans are bad. That offense is really bad. Davis, I thought Davis Mills was better than this. So did I. They went backwards. Half of their possessions were negative yards last Couldn't week at home. <laughs> Seventy yards on the final drive. It's 70 yards entering the final drive. Yeah. It's almost as bad as the Raiders. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Didn't cross midfield to the yeah. two-minute warning. Well, that was the worst performance for sure. They were the highest scoring team in the league. 29 points a game. <laughs> 50 to 1 to have the lowest point total. You have to oh. say it. Shut out. You have to say it. Bad hire. You have to say it. It's, it's, it's enough already. He took over a playoff team, and he was terrible in Denver. <laughs> I mean, come on. You have all those weapons? He gets shut out? He doesn't have an excuse. I'm sorry. He doesn't? They were, it's a playoff team. How, how many new coaches take over a 10-win playoff team? <laughs> like that rarely Almost happens. Almost never. Ever. Exactly right. We'll continue with Mike Palm coming up next. The five biggest gaffes of the previous week per the Maestro in no hyperbole coming up here and follow the Money Beast and the Sports Betting Network. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Fall sports in full swing. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, your home, all the latest lines, odds, and boosts, whether it's football, hockey, basketball, or baseball. They have you covered. Great promotions every week. Tuesday, hockey, first goal insurance. Friday night, college football. Sunday, football parlay insurance. Head to BetRivers.com or download the app today. Great house specials. It's a whole new game at Bet Rivers. No bias. You will respect my authority. No pulled punches. Your wife cheated on you because you lost sight of who you are as a man. As a husband. No agenda. There is no fear in this dojo. This is no hyperbole. This is the best part of the week. Here's the maestro, Mike Baum. All right, number five, the dope joke. Georgia Tech took on Florida State Dope Campbell Stadium on Saturday afternoon in Tallahassee. The Seminoles were 24-point favorites and dominated the first half. They gave up less than 75 yards of offense and led 24-3. After Florida State stopped Georgia Tech on fourth and goal with just over eight minutes to go in the game, they took over on their own three, up 34-10, to 10, right on the number. Nine plays and five first downs later, FSU had first and 10 on the Georgia Tech 18 with just under 2.30 to go in the game. They had an option. Would they run the ball three times or take three knees? Certainly the game would end 34-10. to 10. But that is when Georgia Tech interim head coach Brent Kay decided it would be a great idea to call to use his timeouts. Three plays later and with just over a minute to go, FSU punched it in to take a 41-10 lead. Ironically, Georgia Tech would drive 75 yards and score a touchdown on the game's final play, not kicking the extra point by rule. Final 41-16, the Seminoles cover and the game goes over. What did Key hope to accomplish using his timeouts? To get the ball back down 27 with a minute and a half to go in a game in which his team had only scored 10 points? The decision-making of these coaches 
makes betting endgame very perilous. Number four, the cupboard was empty. Kyle Shanahan continued his dominance over Sean McVay on Sunday afternoon at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. A stadium, by the way, that sounded and looked like 80% 49ers fans. Yes. The 49ers' 31-14 victory made it 10 consecutive regular season's triumphs over the Rams. With 5.35 left in the fourth quarter, the Rams faced third and 16 from their own 15, trailing by 17. McVay called a run play which gained six yards, and he punted. The 49ers ran the ball three times. He used none of his timeouts, and the Rams got the ball back with 2.24 to go on their own nine. Surely McVay would run the ball three times, and we call it a night. He ran the ball with Malcolm Brown for four yards on first down, and we reached the two-minute warning. Then he ran the ball with Malcolm Brown again for two yards, down to a minute 15 to go. It's third and four. Who would he run? Malcolm Brown again? Would he take a knee? No, let's throw a swing pass to Cooper Cup, your MVP. And oh, by the way, you got him injured on the play. Ankle injury. Off the field he goes. Very luckily for McVay, it appears Cup's injury is not as serious as thought, and he will play this week against Tampa Bay. But why in God's name was McVay throwing the ball with a minute 10 to go? Why was Cup even in the game? And for that matter, why was Stafford in the game? McVay conceded the game with five and a half minutes to go when he ran the ball on third down and didn't use any more timeouts. He's very, very, very lucky he still has Cooper Cup in his lineup. Number three, return of the Mac. The Mid-America Conference returned to action last night with a showdown of the Bulls and the Bobcats between the Carnations and Athens. Athens, Ohio, that is. Ohio University led Buffalo 24-3 with under two minutes to go in the first half. After a penalty, they faced second and 15 from their own 12 with 1.45 to go. Buffalo had no timeouts remaining. Two running plays would take the clock under 15 seconds, and if you don't gain a first down, certainly you take a 21-point lead to the locker room. But Ohio head coach Tim Albin had a much better plan. Let's run the ball and then hurry up into an incomplete pass. Then on cue, a 20-yard punt. The University of Buffalo took over at the Ohio 35 with 1.32 to go, and eight plays and 70, 72 seconds later, turned Albin's poor decision-making into seven points. You would have thought Ohio was down 21 with that play calling to end the half. Ridiculous. Could little Frankie Solich's departure spell doom for yet another program? Number two. The Life and Times of Nolan Arenado, Volume 10. On Tuesday <laughs> night, before Game 3 of the World Series, Major League Baseball announced the Gold Glove winners for 2022. There were records set for number of first-time winners and number of rookies to win as well. But one thing that didn't change was Cardinal third baseman Nolan Arenado winning gold. Arenado has won 12 gold gloves in, excuse me, 10 gold gloves in 10 Major League Baseball seasons. Arenado tied Ichiro Suzuki for most consecutive gold gloves won to start a career, tied Mike Schmidt for second most gold gloves won by a third baseman, trailing only Brooke Robinson's 16. I wondered as I was watching the announcements if Manny Machado would ever win another gold glove with Arenado at his same position in the same league. Remember, Manny won two gold gloves in the American League before playing for the Dodgers and the Padres in the National League. I have to tell you, with our sponsorship, I watch more Padres baseball than ever, and it's a pleasure to watch Manny Machado play third base every night. Then I realized that Machado wasn't even a finalist for the award. Cabrian Hayes of the Pirates and Ryan McMahon of the Rockies were the other finalists. McMahon led all third basemen with 17 errors this season. How is this even possible? Did the managers really vote this way? 
Well, here's what I found out. The manager's votes are only part of the selection process. Something called SDI, Sabre Defense Index, makes up the rest of the score. Now, I know I'm not smart enough to describe all the metrics that go into this SDI, but here is all you need to know. Max Muncy graded out higher than Manny Machado on the SDI. To suggest that Manny Machado isn't one of the three best defensive third basemen in the National League, and for that fact, in all of Major League Baseball, is an absolute joke. And then number one, hide the children. Last night, just after 10 p.m., my wife and I were in our bedroom getting ready to turn in. She was holding our eight-month-old daughter, trying to get her to sleep. The last live sporting event of the evening was the Ducks at the Sharks. I flipped our TV to ESPN to check the score. My wife, who was paying no attention to the television, within five seconds exclaimed, Oh my God, what is that? Turn that off. The baby will never be able to sleep with that on. Who is that woman? The woman, of course, is Leah Hextall. My wife does not follow sports at all, but she's been in the room enough times with games on to know what seems completely out of place. Hextall had the call of the nightcap for ESPN, and her performance isn't getting any better than when she drew the ire of tens of thousands of hockey fans during the Stanley Cup playoffs a few few months ago. The game went to a shootout after a 5-5 regulation and scoreless overtime. The final shot of the shootout puts a nice bow around Hextall's performance. Anaheim led 2-1 after the first two rounds. Eric Carlson, who had his first career hat trick in the game, was next up for the Sharks. He needed to score to extend the game and force the Ducks to score in the third round. Hextall, however, had absolutely no understanding of the situation at hand. Here's what she said, quote, If Carlson scores here, the game is over. All the pressure is on Stolarz, Stolarz being Anthony Stolarz, the Ducks goaltender. Well, Stolarz stopped Carlson and then gave a fist pump to the very stunned Leah Hextall. Stolarz with a little fist pump, she said. And then nine seconds later, after all the Ducks had poured onto the ice to congratulate Stolarz on the victory, Hextall said, there you have it. How much longer can ESPN continue this travesty? There are many excellent hockey play-by-play announcers that deserve a chance to call national games. And hockey fans across the United States and Canada don't deserve Leah Hextall. That is no hyperbole. There you go. You missed nothing. I I didn't even know she was calling the game until I was looking at Twitter. And, of course, the Twitter timeline blew up. Enough people were complaining about Emily Kaplan, you know, her sideline ringside interviews. But you have to understand, Emily Kaplan's a very good writer. And maybe that's not really her forte, that sure. sideline interview type type of thing. It's a different skill set. But Hextall is just brutal. Okay, so you have a read on Aaron Nola. I've said this before <laughs> on the air. You have this guy pinned down. Your analysis on him has been brilliant. Well, maybe this is like an in-play thing tonight, in-game thing, uh, in-game four. What do you expect here? It's basically a pick em. It's a must-win game for Houston. You've got Verlander going tomorrow uh, yeah. night. Philly hasn't lost a game at home. They're 6-0 in the postseason. I, I mean, how confident can you be with Verlander again, you know, going against Wheeler? I think you have to win. I like Javier a lot. Um, it, like you say, if, if Philly scores some runs, you know Houston will get runs. He's going to give up runs. Yep. Once he starts with a run in an inning, he can't get out of the inning that easily. You know, so I like Javier better uh, in this spot better tonight uh, than McCullers last night because Javier can throw the ball by you. McCullers can't throw the ball by you. It's slider, 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 slider. And about one out of every eight pitches, he mixes in a fastball. That's right. Yep. I think it's a good sign tonight 
like if the um, if you're betting the over and the Phillies get like two, let's say Harper goes deep. It's all again, based right? on what the Phillies get. That's exactly right. Yep. If the Phillies score early in this game, bet the over. B- there you go. Pound it. Because you know Nola's not going to go out there and say, oh, they're going to give me six runs tonight. Here comes uh, eight innings of uh, no-run baseball. No, that ain't happening. <laughs> no, no. If Philly puts a four spot again, you know Houston's scoring four. Uh-huh. Minimum. Are you right? betting these Harper props? It's an ATM? No, I'm not. I'm not. Oh, my I'm God. Not. I Every can't game? believe people are pitching to him. The, the, oh, what exactly a mistake. Right. I got it. I, you exactly know, I thought right. the price was so short at 175 <laughs> at close. I think I underestimated Dusty Baker. You know, Dusty Baker would push the wrong button in the elevator of a two-story building. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> The, up next, uh, the Circa app tells you this book will take 20000 on a Tuesday or Wednesday night Mac game. Do they take limit bets on that? And how does that handle compared to the World Series? hey The guy has an algorithm to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you three to one odds. Nope. Five to one. Nope. Ten to one. You're right. Here we go with our in-pocket plays. Did have a winner yesterday with the Bulls plus one and a half. Uh, truth be told, had the Nash News um, been out there when our show was on, I never would have made the bet. But I let it ride, and uh, they won the game. There was They were awesome in the fourth quarter. Zach Levine had uh, 20 points in the fourth quarter, and they overtook him. They won the game last night. I'm on, it's too early today to get on some of these props, but I'd be looking at uh, Harper again tonight. I have nothing as have of to. right now. Yep, Clemson three and a half, and the Vikings three at Washington. In pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern. BetRivers.com. Here we go, Maestro. Uh, on the Circa app, it says right when you log in, when you look at college football games, Mac action or Maction, you will take. $20,000 on a side of these games. We had two games last night going against the World Series. We have a couple of games again tonight. Do you take limit bets on Matt games, and how do they handle compared to World Series Game 3? Well, I thought, so what, Mitch, when you were still in Washington on Monday, I said that Paul would be interested to see how Monday Night Football compared to compared to Game 3 of the World Series. Of course, it got rained mm-hmm. out. I can go through the now. Here, here, here's what it was last night. Uh, basically, the NBA and the MAC wrote about the same amount. The NHL was about 75000 more than that. Game three of the World Series um, wrote double what the college football and NBA wrote. And the Monday night football game wrote double game three of the World Series. Okay. Yeah. To put it in yeah. perspective. Wow. Okay. So, so the MAC actually kind of compares a little bit to the World Series. The MAC was half of the World Series game, yeah. but it's the, it was the same as the NBA slate. The two MAC uh-huh. games were the same as however many. I didn't even know the NBA's playing unless you tell me. Uh, and then the NHL, which had a big slate last it night, did, yeah. but a little bit more than that. And the Knights played. Yeah. And also, the Knights played. It also tells you where baseball's at. It does. Yeah, yeah. it does. Yeah. What did you think of the committee show last night? Oh, come on. <laughs> this is just a put-on now, what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. It's like Alabama, Alabama I told you on Monday, yeah, you're yeah, like, how did. could they be ahead of TCU? I know. I said, they've been screwing TCU for over a decade. It's yeah, been yeah. a decade now. It's TCU is the poster boy there. Yep. What don't they like about... First of all, 
How's Clemson for? Oh, God. Yes. Get the hell out of here. This yeah. ACC is a joke. It shouldn't well, be a power five. Tell yeah. me about this ACC. Oh, wow. wow. No, no, the well, Pac-12 shouldn't be a power But anyhow, let's NC State, Wake, and Syracuse? I said, oh, boy. Strap it. When I saw NC State and Wake off the bat, I go, here we go. Yeah, right. Like Wake just turned the ball over six times in the oh, third quarter God. at Louisville. <laughs> yeah. Okay, tell me about that. Syri- <laughs> oh. Syracuse got run out in the carrier dome by Notre Dame, who's no good. All right? Watch what Clemson will do to Notre Dame here this coming. Three and a half, that's a joke too, that line. But anyhow, TCU, I mean, they beat Oklahoma. Oklahoma was still ranked at the time, and Oklahoma might be ranked again before the end of the year. They put up like 42 in the first half. Yep. They beat, they beat uh, Oklahoma State in a good game. They had to come back against them. They beat Kansas State. I mean, they win all these games. They played Colorado. They played a Power 5 school out of conference. The SEC doesn't play any of these schools. I don't get it. What's impressive about Alabama? Really, what's impressive about Alabama? They said Arkansas. What do you? What do you? What do you? Oh, please. What What are you drawing your? Mississippi State hasn't scored against them since Leach got there. <laughs> they drawn a circle around the win at Texas. I, I don't get it. Which, I, by the way, should have been chalked up as a loss. Well, they got completely bailed out. Ewers with the nonsense. gets hurt, and then the, all them bad calls. No, horrible and, calls. All that, but uh, how, to me, the it? worst game is at home against A and M. Yeah, A and M's terrible. Yep, they're yep. in a complete they're, disarray right now. Yep. And, 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 and they could have lost that game if they could have converted a two-point play, basically. Well, yeah. I'll give you another one. How the hell is LSU 10? Stop. With they're, two they're losses. In they're in this, you know, by the way. No, they're not getting with two losses. Well, if they win to beat Georgia and Alabama? They're going to become the first ever two-loss team to get in? They're 10 already. And if they beat Alabama and whoever okay. wins the SEC East? Okay. How are they 10? I, I'm with you, but I mean, yeah. that's they're telling you LSU is How dead are they ahead of 10? UCLA? Yeah. How are they ahead of UCLA? Well, they, they're ripping UCLA for the non-conference. But what again, about USC's beat nobody? Huh? USC, yeah. they're hanging well, their, they're hanging the hat on. They lost at Utah close. I mean, that's what they're hanging their hat on. I guess it depends. It's like riding time in wrestling, Mitch. It's how long you lead in these games. Is that what they're saying? <laughs> it's how long you have the lead in these games. You can't come back and win? That makes no sense either. That's why they docked TCU while they trailed in a couple of games. Well, why put Illinois ahead of LSU? I'm te- I'm serious. Hey, this is a good tweet, and you're a perfect guy to ask about this. Oh, this no. is from Mark on Twitter two hours ago. You guys are correct on this. Penn State is not a playoff-worthy team, but still, LSU ahead of them when PSU smashed a common opponent in, Al- in Auburn, yeah. and LSU was a loss to Florida State versus PSU's all losses to uh, Ohio State and Michigan. Yeah. LSU 10 is high comedy. Yeah, it's, I agree. Is, what's the worst thing in this thing? Is it LSU 10? I think it's Alabama ahead of TCU. And that's to me. Yeah. And cl- you could argue Michigan, but Michigan's win over Penn State is, is – is, if you put Ohio State ahead of Georgia and you're saying that win over Penn State is better than anything Georgia's had, then how could Michigan be behind Clemson? Yeah. Who has the same best win? You're exactly right. By the way, mm-hmm. it, you know, Purdue could still win the West. Yeah, I it's not, it's they, they not a slam dunk that Illinois is in. They still I mentioned got, that. Because yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah, probably going to lose at okay. Michigan. They well, lost at Indiana. If they lose to Purdue, that's three losses. Right. Uh, there's a path for Oregon. It does. It's not crazy. Oregon's eight. They run the table. TCU loses. Bama gets they need, beat again. They need I mean, Clemson it, and TCU to lose. Yeah. And, and if you really want to get technical, T- Tulane's 19, Kansas State's 13. Tulane beat them. I mean, there's another one, too. Oh. K-State has two losses. Although. How about Willie Fritz for Coach of the Year? Yeah. I'd say it's him and Bielema to me. No, Bielema's done yeah. a great yeah. job. Uh, to your point on TCU, now really getting screwed here for a good decade. Again, like we said yeah. earlier, if it's not called, if they're not called TCU, if it's Oklahoma or Texas, they're not going to be seven right 100%. now. There's no chance. 100%. And also, in that same time frame, right, of 10, 12 years, we've heard about the SEC weekly grind forever, right? It's made up and mythical. 
It's totally fictitious. Um, and this year actually might be the best the SEC ever ever been. But having said that, if you t- tell me a, uh, any team that compares to TCU right with the current with the five games that they had to go back to back to back in. That was that's a true grind right there. What they had to do. And Kansas still Kansas still had their quarterback, right? That's, yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that's think about that. What they ran through. I understand totally that agree. the two quarterbacks got hurt for K State right. in the game, but to go yeah. SMU, Oklahoma, Kansas, Tech, and Oklahoma then on the road State. at West Virginia, which is a tough yes. place to play. I I don't get it. Okay. I don't get it at all. And and by the way, the SEC West is down, right? The SEC East is up. East is up, but the West is down. Who's the second best team in the West? Arkansas. It's not A and M. Everybody thought it was A and M. Well, is it LSU? No. Tennessee ran them out yep. in Baton Rouge. That was over in the totally first Totally. Contr- the game was over in the first six minutes. That's yeah. an and, Brian, and, and he was going fourth down mid-first quarter. He knew the game was over. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you, I mean, what about that point spread this week at home against Alabama? You know, we opened at 12 and went to 14. I wouldn't want to lay 14, though. No, neither would I. Because I don't think Alabama's that good. Yeah. The Georgia-Tennessee loser gets mm. in if the winner beats Alabama. Those will be the two SEC teams. Yeah. A one, a oh, the one. Alabama's simple. Went out, in, lose yeah, once, yeah, out. Yeah, but That's whoever right. loses Saturday yeah. in Athens has uh, to hope the winner beats Alabama. Well, hold on now. Yeah. Hold on now. Georgia wins by tw- uh, 17. If Georgia no. wins by 17, you think Tennessee's out of the discussion yeah, with one gonna, loss? that's bad. With a win over Alabama? Uh, Ohio State undefeated, Clemson undefeated. What do they undefeated? have to do, cover? Cover to stay in? in... Who do you like in the game? Uh, it's a tough call. I can't. I've been on Tennessee all year. I think like. I've had them four times. I'm not touching the game. Mm. The, their poison has been, even when, when Hypo got there, Tough to score. Remember last year at home, Georgia held him down. So we'll see. It's a big injury on the defensive side of the ball. Nolan Smith yeah. out for the year yeah. for Georgia. That stinks for him. Super high on draft boards, obviously. Uh, I said this earlier. I mean, if Tennessee wins this game, though, they're they're in. I don't care if they lose to Alabama by seven touchdowns yeah. in the SEC title game. They're in. Yeah. Pretty impressive what they did to Kentucky last week. Oh, my Shame God. was 7-6. Sure. Yeah. They ran off the last, what, 37, 38 points? Yep. So, okay, the World Series doubled the MAC in action last night. Yeah. Did you think McCullers was tipping pitches? No, because I don't think McCullers has any variety to his pitches. That's why I, I, the whole key to this series was the rain and that they got to skip Syndergaard because I would not have bet Syndergaard because I don't think much of Syndergaard. Boa said on Monday, Larry Boa, he's only going to go through the lineup once. Mm-hmm. I think McCullers is their weak link, especially when he had the finger issue and he didn't pitch well at Yankee Stadium. He pitched all right in Seattle before the finger issue. He, all he throws is sliders. Slider, slider. He's like McHugh that used to pitch for them, too. Slider, slider, slider. Was his leg up? Could they tell maybe? The thing is, he throws sliders when he's behind in the count. That's his pitch. Right. right. You the, know what? The, this, the fastball's a total changeup. Yep. This is the 1987 Minnesota Twins, who are not a very good team. You're but talking about up, the home field? They were unbelievable at home, and they won the World Series. I, I said to a friend today, I said, this is the greatest home field advantage since 87. To it, me. Good call. Wow. Both of you guys Greatest talk about that. Since the, the, yeah. the, twins, the Twins would have been in fourth place that year if they were in the other division. They did it twice. They, they won the, the, the two World Series. They never lost a home game. Right. And that you just, like Larry <laughs> Boa said, they don't know what they're walking into. Never. I mean, they're now 6 and 0 at home. They just, they bury people in the offense. Yes or no, does it go back to Houston? It's all about tonight. Javier yeah. can get it back. Um, I can't bet on Nola. You can't bet on Nola. Yeah. You're giving up on Verlander? Huh? How could you? If. <laughs> If Mad Bomb wow. gave up 24 earned runs without recording an out in his next World Series start, his ERA would still be lower than Verlander's. I saw that. In the World Series. <laughs> I saw that. 24 Think runs about that. without recording an out, it's still lower than Verlander's yeah. World Series oh. ERA. Yeah, if he gave up like, See tw- that tweet? If he gave up like 24 oh. consecutive he said 24 home, runs. home runs. What do you mean 24 yeah. earned runs? Yeah. 
Yep. It'd still be lower than Verlander. Excellent job. So much. <laughs> Great job. Get it on three hours today. No problem, yep. Maestro. A minus Monday, B plus today. Up next, Matt Vaskersian is going to join the program. He's probably going to go into some uh, intricate detail about exit velocity <laughs> or some really um, high rate of spin rates. Incredible deep dives with Matt as always coming up next. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. (laughs) I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Sign up to bet the Breeders' Cup with Horse Racing's number one app. First bet, get a $10 free bet, plus a 100% match of your first deposit up to $200. Use the promo code HORSE200 to claim your offer. Siegel is on Friday, by the way. Breeders' Cup picks and insight on vsin.com. Brought to you by First Bet. vsin.com slash horses for details. And get the Breeders' Cup wager guide as well. vsin.com 
slash horses. Here we go. The great Matt Baskersian joins the program now. We'll talk uh, game four of the World Series. Basically a pick right now between Nola and Javier. How are you doing, pal? Pretty surprised after last night. Uh, doing good. I mean, that was, you know, I'm not sure what I was more surprised about. Final result or the fact that uh, Lance McCullers just refused to throw his heater. Uh, it yeah. was it was befuddling to me. And that's that's kind of why I don't really buy all the scandal theory stuff kicking around on social media about pitch tipping. Anytime somebody gets hit in a big postseason game, someone's always out there like, you know, cutting up video like it's the Spruder film trying mm-hmm. to prove yeah. that he's pitching pitch tipping. I think they just eliminated the fastball. And you put any big league hitter in that situation where they can eliminate the one pitch off of which everything works. And that's what happened last night, in in my mind at least. So what do you think the game plan is tonight for the Astros and Christian Javier, who is very good? How do they approach this uh, Phillies lineup? Absolutely on fire. I don't know how you pitch to Bryce Harper. His K prop, by the way, is uh, 5.5. The over is minus 105. Yeah, I, that's kind of where I figured they'd open that. Um, you know, remembering what Javier did in his last postseason start at Yankee Stadium, he was uh, he was on cruise control the whole night. It was a five and a third of real breezy innings, one hit, punched out five. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if you see something similar out of him tonight. And the one caveat would be in that last start against the Yankees, he had he was working off a ten days rest tonight, ten days rest. The additional rest did not bode well for McCullers last night. He's a field guy. Breaking ball guys don't want that much rest. I think Javier will be fine. Um, We're so hyper-reactive in these games, and the team that puts up the big number is always the one that the public thinks is going to steamroll its way to two more wins, and they're going to win it, and they're not going back to Houston. The Astros are good, man. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of trust in Javier tonight. Um, Laying minus 105 at over 5.5, I think that's pretty intriguing. And I think he's going to be pretty good tonight. I, I love the whole angle. If they lose, then what happens? Because then you have Verlander, who doesn't have a win in the World Series, trying to save the season. And then what do you do then if you're the Phillies? Do you throw Wheeler to close them out? You don't want to go back to Houston? Is it Thor? And then Wheeler in game six? I like I like that scenario, too. If it's 3-1, then what happens? It gets juicy. Yeah, that's fun. I know Rob Thompson said that they want Wheeler for game six, but I, he, he might just pivot on that if they win tonight. Yeah. You don't want back to Houston you just don't want to go back to that lair where every one of their hitters is anywhere from marginally better to in the case of guys like Altuve and Bregman a lot better so yeah I, I, I would I would think that they might reconsider that pitching plan I'll say this too like the first run of the game has been so important and after the leadoff walk in the bottom of the first yesterday and then the unraveling that happened pretty quickly from McCullers um, boy oh boy the Astros allowed the opponent to score first in a league low 39% of their games last year. The Phillies, on the other hand, scored first in, in a bottom 10 rate, less than 50%. So every, all the math says the Astros should put up the first run. The Phillies should be the team with the tight tuchus, and it and Houston rolls the way they did the, the, the entire playoff run. It's just not happening. And there's something you can't quantify about postseason crowds, about yep. wild fan bases like that in Philly, that you throw all the math out the window. Yep. I, I, I said it before you came on. This is the 1987 Minnesota Twins. They won the World Series and won 85 games. They were awesome at home. Phillies won 87 games. They're 6-0 in the, in the postseason. It is a, it's, it's a crazy. 
the, the, the home runs and the fan base, and they're going bananas. It's a good call. The only difference is the 87 Phillies, or the 87 Twins were turning on the air conditioners whenever the Twins were at the plate, and they would blow the balls out <laughs> of the fence. That is, by the way, that that's one of those scandal theory things in baseball that I kind of bite down on. I got no problem believing that. Okay. One. okay. Right. Uh, so what do you want to do now with uh, Bryce Harper? I, I don't know how they're going to continue pitching to this guy. I said he's Barry Bonds right now. You can't give him oh. anything close. And he was four to one to hit a home run last night. Well, guess what? There's been another adjustment because he's red hot, down to plus three thirty or plus three four. Will he see anything tonight, Matt? No, and you just can't. I mean, those numbers are so bad. Uh, Schwarber's probably around the same place, I would imagine. He's For me, he's the scarier plate appearance okay. than Bryce based on his takes. His takes and his foul balls. I mean, he is on everything, Schwarber. Uh, it's almost like he's playing it, it for, you know, for stakes that aren't the World Series right now. He's that locked in. Um you know, the preseason, the pre-series futures for MVP were pretty interesting. And I think we've had this discussion before how the World Series MVP is determined on a vote by about five or six people. Um, oh. You know, and, and those long shots are pretty intriguing. Uh, you know, Steve Pierce in 2018, I don't think any anybody saw Billy Hatcher going nuts when the Reds swept the A's in the uh, in that World Series a number of years ago. So. It's that dark horse guy that's interesting. Homering tonight, the numbers are bad. Even the the MVP numbers weren't really worth the squeeze on Harper and Schwarber. Bryson Stott was plus fifteen thousand to win World Series MVP. I thought that was pretty fun. But I, mm-hmm. you just got to stay away from the guys who are so chalky. And it's going to be somebody else. Bohm homering yesterday would have been fun to be on. Um, Brandon Marsh would have been fun to be on. So I, I think for sport, it's just more fun to look down in the board more. Well, okay, so are those two guys that you would look at right now for maybe adjusted MVP odds? I don't think so. I think, you know, they're they, like Schwarber and Harper already have a leg up, and the yeah. narrative stuff is building for them. Real Muto had the big, you know, the one big game. If it's Houston, it might be a more wide-open field, yep. despite Kyle Tucker's big game one. Uh, Altuve had a three-hit game, but he hasn't done much outside that. Jordan Alvarez hasn't done much outside that. You know what it's kind of set up for? Ranger Suarez, five scoreless innings yesterday. Uh-huh. Uh, he might get the ball again in a decisive yep. game. I mean, boy, imagine being on Ranger Suarez before the season, the series started for World Series MVP. Yeah, there you go. Uh, we always, you know, always in the NFL, we talk about home field advantage. And you brought up this Philly crowd earlier, but what do you think that is? Is there any way to quantify that in a, in a spot like this in the World Series where the fans are just going absolutely crazy? I, I don't know if there's a way to quantify it. I just know that it, they're. You know, the breed is a little different there, as you guys know. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, it applies to all four major seasonal sports in that city. They go most bonkers for the Eagles. The Phillies a really close second. Uh, and then the Flyers and Sixers can duke it out for third place on that chart. I mean, the the, the fervor that that city is wrapped up in right now is um, – it wasn't like that in 2009. and We were there covering the World Series that year when they lost to the Yankees. Uh, it wasn't there in 2008 when they beat the Rays because there was something about that series with the Rays as an opponent, no offense, the rain out. Mm. It just didn't have the juice that this one has. And not to mention, the Phillies were huge underdogs pre-flop. Uh, they were dead and buried in the month of June. So all that kind of just further uh, further juices up an already pumped up fan base. The great Mas- Mascursion, our guest MLB Network. I don't know the next time we're going to have a chance to talk to you. 
but two minutes left. What happens with Aaron Judge? I don't see any other route than him staying in New York. Oh. He has the hammer. He's They have to keep him. They are going to end up overpaying. They're going to have to back up a series of Brinks trucks to keep him there. But I cannot imagine where they would go as a franchise if they let him walk to another suitor. And there will be suitors out there. You don't allow a Yankee to reset a franchise, an American League home run record, and then walk in his next year as a homegrown guy. Mm -hmm. If he was a guy that they imported in from another team on a four-year deal and ended up having two monster seasons, maybe not. But they, they don't, there's nothing else to market there if they let Aaron Judge walk. And I think he stays with the Yankees. Matt, right. excellent spot as always. We love have you, uh, having you on. Enjoy the game tonight and the rest of the World Series. Thank you as always. All right, boys. I'll be listening. Thanks. Be good. You're the best. Yes, he is. Matt Vesker, right. MLB Network. Okay, here you go. Time for the uh, pro tip of the hour in the NFL. Favorites off the bye, 57% the last decade. Road favorites, 65%. Chargers, three and a half at Atlanta this week. I like them. If not now, when? Atlanta off the overtime game. Had to play almost an extra quarter. Chargers off the bye. Pathetic performance against Seattle. If not now, when? There you go. You get that uh, every single hour across every single show here on VEASAN. So that means at least 20 every single day. And they're available for VEASAN Pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com where you can sort them by sport and by show. I would say... Uh, Today's show, very easy to dance to. I'd give that like a 91.3. Yeah. That was very fun. 94. 94, you want to go Sal home? Powell was great. Oh, he was so Matt good. Matt was great. Palm, Palm was, great. was great. Yes. All, everybody. Yep. Yep. In, Applebaum. Yesterday, the day in sports was just incredible. Yep. yep. Trade deadline. Record trades. Yep. NBA coach fired. Committee. World Series committee. <laughs> oh. uh, we'll do it all again tomorrow, 7 Eastern then. See ya. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.